Hey guys, welcome into College Sports Cast. This is going to be our game day pick'em, and this is Brad. I have John Hammonds, John Roberts, and Mason Cross with me tonight. And uh, each week we pick twelve games, and kind of the twelve what we think is the biggest games of the week, and we use the spreads and we pick winners. And yes, sir. So, are you guys ready to pick some winners this week? How'd y'all do last week? Anybody I didn't know? do. I didn't do too good last week. I picked losers. <laughs> you picked losers. I didn't do too good. Um, I was just taking a week off, though. I think. <laughs> I was seven and five. You I were think. seven and five. Well, that's that's at least a winning record. You okay? I mean, you know, it's not like stellar or nothing, but you know. You can say if people followed you, they might have won a little money at seven and five, maybe. All right. So one other thing that I want to tell everybody right off the bat. So we're giving away some tickets, uh, two tickets to the final four um, for next season, this coming season uh, in April in Houston. Um, so. Each and every episode, after this episode, we'll do a quick Facebook Live and do a keyword. Anybody that jumps on and here's the keyword can comment and we'll enter you in to win these tickets. We're going to do this all year long, all mm -hmm. season long. We'll probably um, have the drawing sometime in March, close to when March Madness begins. So Probably about the first of March, maybe. Yeah, sometime in March around the, you know, when the when March Madness kind of begins sometime. Yeah, first week of March, I'm thinking. Yeah. So anybody that jumps on, um, when we do a live podcast, we will do the keyword right here, but this is a recording. So um, after this, we'll do a Facebook Live. So um, we'll start with that, and then we'll get into the games. John Hammonds, I think the first game we're going to talk about is Wake Forest and Louisville. And what's the spread on that game? Um, I think it was, I think it was three and a half, I believe. Um, yeah, it's three and a half. Wake Forest, Louisville. It's at Louisville, right? It's at Louisville, yes, sir. Yeah. All right, so give us a little tidbit and prediction on this game. Uh, I like Wake Forest in this game. Um, you know, Wake Forest doesn't turn doesn't turn the ball over a lot, so their offense is going to do what they do. Um, I think the Cardinals' defense, you know, they'll be okay at times, especially on third downs. But I just don't think their offense will be able to keep up with what Sam Hartman and um, Wake Forest does. I I do think that this will be a shootout. Um, with Wake Forest covering, I believe they'll cover the spread, the three and a half. Um, I think it'll be closer just because it's at Louisville. And, you know, this is a game that has always been kind of, kind of neat to watch and they're always tight. So What's Louisville's current record. They're, um, four and three, I think. Four and three. Um, you know, in the, in the Louisville's defense, you know, they've been good at times, but, they haven't really played anybody. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, they had the, they played Syracuse, but you know, and we we saw last week Syracuse almost beat Clemson, but Syracuse at times is inconsistent. I think, especially offensively, um, their defense is really good, but um, Louisville just beyond Syracuse, they haven't really played a really good team, to be honest. So I'm gonna have Wake Forest covering the spread. All right. Mason, you want to go second tonight? Why, sure. <laughs> I'm going to go uh, Wake Forest on this one. I like their uh, their offense a little bit better. Um, I agree. I think it's going to be a shootout. But, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think they're going to pull it off, and I think they're going to cover. All right. Drink local Beeham. That's what I'm going to call you tonight, all right? Sweet. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna pile on, and uh, and uh, create the uh, the trifecta here, and we will go with uh, with Wake Forest. With Wake Forest. That's right. All right. Well, I'll join everybody else, so uh, we'll make it. And a then su- our and then our wolf pack it, it grew by one. Yeah, we'll we'll make it a super factor. <laughs> <laughs> In case y'all don't know what that is. Anyways, so we'll go Wake Forest, and I think they'll cover as well. Um, I know Louisville is <clears throat> playing a little better than what they started the season out, um, and they won a game last week against Pitt that uh, I think early in the year they probably would have lost. So they are playing better, um, but I still am going to give the edge to Sam Hartman and Wake Forest in this game. Our next game we're going to talk about is kind of one of those crossover games of the ACC. Notre Dame's not technically in the ACC in um, football, but it's Notre Dame at Syracuse. Um, do you know the spread on this one, John Hammonds? It's two and a half Syracuse. Two and a half. Mm-hmm. And it's at Syracuse. Is that right? It is. Yeah. The Irish are pretty good on the road. Um, you know, the problem is that their running game won't be able to do much against the Syracuse defense. And I think the Orange do a nice job of controlling the clock and you know, and they're they're returning back home where they're where they're really good. So I, I'm gonna take Notre I'm gonna take Syracuse this weekend. Um I believe they'll cover the spread. I just don't think Notre Dame has enough um weapons to beat this Syracuse team. Well, I mean Syracuse played pretty good last week. They led pretty much they the did. entire game. I agree, but Syracuse to me, even even Though they're what six and one, right? They're still they're still inconsistent at times. Um, they've had to come back what two or three games to win games. Um, yeah. In the late in the late minutes, so they're they're really inconsistent. But but they lost I just, they lost their one game in the last you know eight or ten minutes yeah, too. Yeah, I agree with that. But I just don't think Notre Dame um, will be able to do much, especially against this Orange defense. This defense is really good. Yeah. I agree with that. So, Mason, what say you on this Notre Dame-Syracuse game? I want to pick Syracuse really bad. They're coming off of a loss. I don't think Freeman can afford to lose this game. 
<laughs> I mean, we're just going to get down to it. What's, um, what's Notre Dame's record? Four and three. Four and three. Four and three. Okay. And that is kind of unheard of for Notre Dame football, at least for a little while. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with my gut. And I'm going to go Notre Dame on this one. I don't really know why. Uh, like Hammonds has said, Syracuse is really inconsistent, but I'm going to go Notre Dame on this one. Just going to trust my gut. Okay. Drink local BM. That's that's his Twitter handle, by the way. So that's why I'm calling him that. Yes. Yeah. I will go with, with the uh, the the orange is a good color. We'll go Syracuse. Well, I'm not so sure about your last statement before that, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> John Hammonds knows 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 where that where that just came from. So. We'll, we'll discuss that a little later <laughs> down this list. <laughs> Anyways, we sure will. <laughs> so you're going Syracuse. I think that's where I'm going to go as well. I, you know, I'm I'm with Mason. My gut tells me to pick Notre Dame. But my head and what I've seen this season and what I watched last week with Syracuse and Clemson tells me to pick Syracuse. So I'm going to take Syracuse and take the two and a half in this game, I think. So our next game, we're going to the Big Ten. We got Ohio State at Penn State. Now... I don't know what's the spread in this game. We'll start with that. It's fourteen and a half, Ohio State. Fourteen and a half. Okay, so you know, I'll, I'll say this: Penn State Penn, has not won very many games against Ohio State in the last mm-hmm. ten years. Like one, I think. When Penn State runs the ball, they're hard to stop. You know, they're averaging five point eight nine yards per carry, and their wins over Ohio, Auburn, and Central Michigan, Minnesota but only 3.83 yards in close calls to Purdue and Northwestern and the loss to Michigan. So when Penn State does what they do on offense, run the football, it makes it makes life a lot easier for Sean Clifford. Um, well, I think they're going to have to do that against they're gonna, They're going to have to run the ball because that's when they're at their best. But Ohio State's defense is really, really good this year. It and is. I think they're the Buckeyes, second in the country right now. And I think the Buckeyes will limit what Penn State does. And I, th- but on the other side of the token, I also think Penn State matches up better with Ohio State on the defensive side too. Um, and this could be a game where Ohio has to go to the run game more than they go to the pass. So I think Ohio State will cover this game. Um, we always say, well, Ohio State cover this game. They only win by two touchdowns and they blow the team out. But, I honestly think that this game will be a lot closer than people think. But in the end, I just think Ohio State will just have too much. So you think they cover the 14 and a half? I think they cover it, yeah. Okay. All right, Mason, you're up. This is the t- one of the teams, the team that you picked before the season. So. Yes, sir. I'm going Ohio State. I think their offense is going to be a lot to handle. Um, their defense is one of the better ones that Penn State has seen all year. Um, but I'm going Ohio State to cover. I think Ohio State covers pretty easily after the first half. I mean, Penn State is usually a tough place to play. 
it is a really tough place to play, especially when they do their whiteouts and their night games. But mm-hmm. I think Ohio State has too many weapons to let this game be close at the end. I'm, I'm thinking they cover pretty easily. Okay. Drink local BM. What's what time is this game? Man? It's a noon game, 12 o'clock. Oh, okay. Uh, I was going to say Penn State keeps it inside the number. But nope, nope. Ohio State, I cover. You're picking them to cover. Yeah, yeah. I think you it's know, about a twenty-five point victory. I really like what Penn State has done so far this season. Um, yes, they did have a couple of close calls. One of them was the very first game of the year against Purdue. Uh, but Sean Clifford did deliver a late game drive that was almost perfect and won the game. Um, and I, I really like the way Clifford has played this year. Now, having said all that, it is Ohio State, and their offense is just, I mean, minus Tennessee, I think it's t- the two top, I mean, you know, I don't think there's anybody else Ohio State and Tennessee that could even claim that they have possibly one of the best offenses in the country, minus them two teams. Um, So as much as I want to say I think Penn State would at least cover this spread, I think you guys are right. I think Ohio State probably wins this by 20 um by the end of the game i I don't know that it'll be a 20 point game the entire game um but i'm gonna say that they probably win this by 20 at the end so i'm gonna go with you with not doing too many differences so far but the next game we're going to talk about is sec arkansas at auburn and hammonds do you know the spread on this game three and a half arkansas three and a half arkansas all right. You know, this is this is a tough game to, to pick, I'll be honest, because it is kind of a tough game. You know, Arkansas is probably a little bit better than Auburn, but they're at home. Um Arkansas's defense is suspect, but so is Auburn's. Well, Auburn um, has played a little better lately. They have. And a Arkansas little. is I think they're they're clearly better on offensive. Um and you know, both these teams are coming off a of bye week. So I don't really know what's going to happen this game. The biggest thing, can Auburn avoid turnovers? That's the biggest thing for me. I think Auburn will move the football. I think they'll do what they did against Ole Miss. But will that be enough? You know, I this I just think K.J. Jefferson's the difference in this game. You know, they got um, Jackson Dart. You know, he they struggled to stop some of his runs um, the last time they played Ole Miss. And this week's a bigger challenge because you're trying to defend a guy that's 6'3", 242 pounds. Right. So, and he leads the Razorbacks in rushing last year. And he's the, I think he's the second runner behind Raheem Sanders, who leads the SEC in rushing yards. Oh, yeah. The number two runner, yeah. Right. So, I, I don't know how to pick this game, but I will say this, Arkansas covers. But this will be a shootout. Um, I don't expect to de- – if this is a game that you want to see um, a defensive struggle, I don't I don't think you're going to be watching that. I think you're going to see 
a lot of offenses moving up and down the field. Well, I mean, Auburn, at least the last time out, scored 34. So minus that, they've been struggling to get in the end zone. So I don't think they will this week. Arkansas deep secondary is not, not the best. Right. All right. So you got Arkansas to cover, right? Yes, sir. All right. Mason, what do you think about this game? You know, this is one of the harder ones I've had to pick. <laughs> it is a uh, hard game to pick. This one is, I think. Really is. I'm going to go Auburn, though. I like the, you know, the battle and the heart of the team that I've seen at the, uh, what's it called, the game before? The Ole Miss game. Ole Miss game. Uh, the turnovers and stuff. They still fought back and came back. Uh, I'm going to go Auburn just for the just for the heart of it. All right. Well, Drink Local Beehams right in the heart of this game, so he is an Auburn fan. So let's see where he goes with this one. And I'll be there, too. Yeah, you going to the game? I will be. All right, cool. cool. So you might have to give us a video or something. Maybe. That we can post or something. Yep, yep. Uh, So this game – Y'all have, uh, y'all have mentioned uh, just about everything I was going to talk about on this game. So it is uh, that you have uh, Auburn's defense has become a lot more suspect as of late. Um, they've given up multiple 200-to-250-yard uh, rushing games, you know, lately. Ole Miss uh, does have the best rushing offense in the SEC. So Ole Miss ran – had – Three 100-yard rushers against Auburn last right. week. Uh, Arkansas runs the ball more than Ole Miss does. Doesn't really look good for Auburn that <clears throat> Arkansas does that. And Auburn's defensive line, which was supposed to be the strength of the team, is now very suspect. Right. On the flip side, Auburn started running the ball. Very well. Yeah, they're using tank a little more. Yeah. And uh, they figured out something with the offensive line to at least be able to get something off the ball, you know, get, get, get a little push so that tank can, you know, not be hit 0.4 yards after uh, getting the ball in his hands. Um, but the, the, the biggest downside to Arkansas's defense is is defending the pass, which Auburn doesn't really have an elite passer right now. Um, so, I mean, I, I honestly, like, while I would love, love to pick Auburn, the head coach that was the last several years up until last year came as an Arkansas coordinator and for whatever reason got up for the Arkansas game and decided that he wanted to just absolutely pound Arkansas. But that coach is no longer at Auburn. So uh, I don't really believe in this game anymore. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be Arkansas. All right, so you know, 
I'm with you on this. It's really hard for me. I, I know I lived in Alabama for a while. I have quite a few Auburn fans who are friends of mine. Um, I actually um, know a whole family that um, every one of their kids, the, I know their son right now is part of the marching band, goes to all the football games um, and all that kind of stuff. So um, I know Jordan Hare is usually a tough place to play. I just, it, I'm not, with Arkansas's running game and KJ Jefferson, I just can't go against Arkansas. I'm, I'm going to have to pick Arkansas in this game to cover, what was it, three and a half? Is that what you three said? Three and a half, yeah. Yeah. This is going to look like those games with uh, Houston Nutt as the coach and Matt Jones as the quarterback. <laughs> so that's where I'm at with it. I mean, that's what it's gonna look like. I just can't do it with the running game and K.J. Jefferson. San, Rocket Sanders and K.J. Jefferson, I just can't do it. So I'm going to go Arkansas. Now, the next game we're going to talk about is Oklahoma at Iowa State. One and a half. One it's and it's a half. moved down from two and a half to one and a half. So it's going to be a picking game before it's over. Yeah. Is this one and a half for Iowa State? Uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I can't – honestly, I figured Iowa State might be favored at home, to be honest. But Well, Mason, I hate to bust your bubble, but this is my upset pick of the week. It's not an upset if it's just one. And well, two. to me it is because no, the team – It's a favorite. <laughs> I always look at it that way. But the Cyclones have the best defense in the Big 12. They do. And I think I think they're more equipped to slow Oklahoma down. Um, but Iowa State's offense is what worries me in this game. Um, you know, but at the same time, Oklahoma's defense is not real good either. So – I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna say that, um, Iowa State wins and covers. All right. Well, Mason, I'm gonna cover that this one and a half, covers that one and a half. One They'll win. Yeah. yeah. Mason, I'm gonna throw it to you, but as I throw it to you, I'm gonna tell everybody that you are going to the game and we're uh-huh. gonna do, we're gonna do like a Facebook live with some fans and some interaction around 10 a.m. local time. Um, so anybody that's listening, if you want to join that, we are going to do that on Saturday before the game. A little tailgating. Yes, sir. Um, for me, it comes down to, let's look at the history. Oklahoma is 77-7 and versus Iowa State. Oklahoma's not having a good year. They're starting some red shirts on defense this week that have proven themselves to Venables. Um, I'm going to go with my Sooners on this one, just out of, I don't know what you want to call it. (laughs) The best recipe for a bad defense is playing an offense that struggled all year, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. We got some freshmen starting over some seniors this week. Which I haven't, I haven't quit on Brent Venables. Um, I think he's going to. He doesn't have any of his recruits. There's no way to quit on him yet. He don't, and it's just it's just been a it's just been an okay year for Oklahoma. I mean, getting to a bowl game in his first season would be a win, in my opinion. Oh yeah, easily. You said okay year for Oklahoma. That's just this has been a horrible year for Oklahoma. Well, I I wouldn't say okay. I just say you know horrible. It is okay. It's Oklahoma. It's not okay. Yeah, (laughs) Oklahoma doesn't 
look and play the way that they have. However, Oklahoma doesn't go into week. What is it? Weeks eight. Four with three losses. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's unheard of. But I'm going with my Sooners. Um, Eric Gray is getting his stuff going. He's number three yard per carry in the nation, I believe, from last that I've seen. Yep. So I'm going with my Sooners. We got some new pieces on defense that are going to be starting. Um, the only thing that gave us hiccups was uh, Purdy as the Iowa State's quarterback, and they got a new quarterback. I think he might be a little bit flustered. I'll tell you about this. These games right here between Iowa State and Oklahoma, the last couple times they played, have been really good football games. Well, Iowa State doesn't get blown out. That's what I've been telling people all year. Never. They uh-uh. do not get blown out. They got Unless it's against Iowa. They got the defense to hang in games. Right. Yeah. And I just think if it comes down to if it comes down to a shootout with Gabriel healthy, Eric Gray healthy, Marvin Mims is healthy, um, I'm taking my Oklahoma. Stoops is still there, right? Oh, yeah. Stoops is still there. He hasn't been utilized as much with the uh, RPO that we were running the screens with Ledger's offense. But when it comes down to it, I just don't think, yeah, I just don't think that Iowa State can sit around and bang. I mean, if they want. They can if they want to, but they just make too many turnovers. And as long as you lock down Xavier Hutchinson of Ohio or Iowa State, they don't really have another. Play. All right, drink local beer. It's your time to chime in. What do you think on this game? I think they're going to ride the wave of momentum. I'm going with Boomer Sooner. Oh, my gosh. You're going Oklahoma? That sounds good coming out of your mouth. Yeah, man. I can't <laughs> believe it. Crimson if you, and If cream. you've listened to our podcast this year, he's, <laughs> he's been very against Oklahoma and their defense. <laughs> That's all but I'm going to say. I have picked them the last two weeks, and I have won last week. Yeah, I know. I can't believe it. I think Mason <laughs> I think Mason coming on board has, like, changed your tune or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, he's afraid he's No, 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 no. I picked the right <laughs> week. I, I, I had a feeling. I picked Auburn. Me. He's got to give me one. <laughs> it came to me in a dream. A dream, he said. <laughs> All right, so, you know, I had been picking Oklahoma each and every week, and then for three straight weeks, they crapped their pants. Pick Iowa State so we win. Yeah, and so so I, I jumped off of Oklahoma because they were making me look bad. <laughs> so now Mason's telling me to stay on Iowa State. Because I was picking them and they were losing. Their... So, anyway, God, I want to pick Oklahoma, but I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay off of them at least one more week, and I'm picking Iowa State to cover. And that I appreciate make, it. And that ought to make Mason happy. Thank you. you, you, you it really on, does. You I'm celebrating. You jumped on my bandwagon. Yep. Woo-hoo. <laughs> All right, so we're going to stay in the Big 12, and this game is Oklahoma State at Kansas State. It's one and a half Kansas State. Okay. And I'll say this about this game. Who's been put through the ringer more the last two weeks than Oklahoma State? Oklahoma State's played a pretty they, tough state. They play some hard games, man. They have. You know, and Manhattan is a really difficult place to play, especially when Kansas State's really good. 
but and Martinez I, has been playing well. Yeah, and he's not healthy. Um, I just think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna take Oklahoma State. You know, I picked them to win the Big Twelve um, conference, and I think after last year losing to Baylor, I think this is Mike Gundy's best team that he's had. You know, he's got the quarterback and Spencer Sanders. He's the defense. I think is getting a little bit better. I mean, they're still giving up a lot of points, but they're getting better. And I just don't think without Adrian Martinez, I don't think Kansas State can score enough to keep up with with is Oklahoma he not State. Be able to play. That's the word right now that he might not play or okay. or he won't play. Right. So I just don't think they have enough offense to score and keep up with Oklahoma State. But I do pick Oklahoma State to cover okay. the 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 one and a half. Right. So. All right, Mason. This is your this is your forte, the Big Twelve. So, what do you say on this one? Uh, no, Martinez. I'm going to Oklahoma State. Um, if Martinez does play, though, that'll be a little bit of a game changer. But yeah, it'd be a different game. Yeah, it'd yeah. be a lot different game because you got Deuce Vaughn and Martinez. You have to worry about. And Oklahoma State isn't very good at defending the option, in my opinion, from what I've seen. But. Uh, um, so no Martinez. I'm going to Oklahoma State. If Martinez does play, I'm picking Kansas State. So I can't. Right. There's my that's my stipulation of this game. I I don't want to be held on one thing. If Martinez <laughs> plays, I'm going K State. If he doesn't play, as it is now, I'm taking Oklahoma State through the ringer. Okay. Drink local him, You're up. Both Oklahoma and Oklahoma State former Auburn defense coordinators as their defensive coordinator. Both defenses have been suspect. Atrocious? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Oklahoma State's defense has played better at times um, the last couple of weeks, but they're still giving up a lot of yardage. That's where Derek Mason is, right? The old Vandy coach? Yes. Yeah. Derek Mason is the Defensive coordinator for the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Right. Cowboys are going to win the game. They're going to win the game. So they, yeah, picking picking the Cowboys. All right. I mean, you know, if I'm with Mason, no Martinez, I'm picking Oklahoma State pretty easily. I think in this game. With him though, you you got to deal with him plus Deuce Vaughn, like Mason said, and right. Those, those with two teams. him, if he's healthy enough to be effective, then I think it would be a different game. If I'm not mistaken, didn't ain't Martinez the only quarterback in the country that's not throwing an interception? Yes. You are right, sir. Yes. That's pretty impressive considering how he looked at Nebraska. He's a total different quarterback. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's having an absolute stellar of a season. That's what I meant, you know, when I first mentioned his name early in this. But – Without him, I'm easily picking Oklahoma State, even though it's at Kansas State. Um, I just think Oklahoma State has a has that good of a team, um, offense at least. Um, so that's where I'm going to go. Under, now we're going to go to the, the uh, SEC previous. for a few games. We got a little run here on SEC games. I think I think he was wanting to say something vocal. Yeah, under under the previous uh, head coach, uh, Kansas. Uh, Kansas State 
would have been I, I would have picked it just for the weirdness because weird stuff happens in Manhattan right especially when they're like semi all right and really what would happen is they would play that game down to where you take a high five you know a high flying offense and that game would be like a you know 17 14 football game and you gotta you gotta try to win it you know grinding with it a out. field goal at the end at the at the end of the game right can't the state plays any team with oklahoma in their name the best game of their year yeah. usually so yeah. yeah but i i like i said i i i'm gonna still pick oklahoma state but it's it's one of those where I always like the weird, and that that is one of those. It just it's it's screaming. It's going to be one of these upside down games, right? But I, I think that if all I'm having to do is get through a one and a half point spread, I think I think Oklahoma State just ultimately wins the game. <laughs> all right. Well, like I said, we're going to go to the SEC, have a little run on SEC games. The first game we're going to talk about is Florida and Georgia. Um, and Georgia's a 22-and-a-half-point favorite. But here's my question. Is Georgia really three touchdowns better than the Gators? Yes. I think so, yes. Well, the reason I say that is because Georgia's four and three against the spread this year. And I feel like this could be a game where they could ha- have a trap game looking ahead to Tennessee. Well, I mean, I'm not saying the Gators. I'm not saying the Gators are going to win, but I think this is a game that you need to keep an eye on, um, especially you know with Anthony Richardson, because he's the type of player that could that could make some plays with his feet against the Georgia defense that is not as good as it was last year. I agree with that. Let's let's note that this game is in Jacksonville. It's not it at is. either home. So, I think I'm going to take Florida in the points. Maybe for the last time, might be. Yeah, it could be. be. I think this is the last, last time year under that contract, right? Hmm. I think next year is the last year, but there's a possibility that they uh, that they kind of nix it before the uh, before the end of the uh, contract. I think next year is the last year of it. Okay. Right. I'm going to take I'm going to take Florida in the points. You're taking Florida to cover. Yes, sir. All right. I just so you think said it was twenty two and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just don't think, you know, Georgia's the same team they was last year. Granted, yeah, they got a better offense, but their defense at times has been a little suspect. You know, they had had that game against uh, who was it early in the season? Was it Kent State? Yes. Yeah, I think maybe it was. State and and Kent State put up some numbers. And yeah. it was Kent State and then back to back with Missouri. Missouri if Kent State if Kent State can move the ball, what what can Florida do with the with the you know running game that they got and with Anthony Richardson running the ball? So but the problem is is Florida's defense is not real good. Um now their front four is decent, but their back end is you know Well they have one good safety. They they do and, and you yeah. know, Trey Dean Dean's good, but he's looked silly at times. Um, even in the Kentucky game, he didn't play real good. 
and not even not even the Kentucky game. LSU, he looked bad at times. So it's the consistency on defense that worries me about Florida because this is the type of game that if Georgia gets out to a big league, Florida's not going to be able to make a comeback because of the way they they play defense. So I, I just I think this is this is a rivalry game too. So it's always close early on as well. It is. All right, he's picking Florida to cover the point spread. Mason, what do you got? Well, I think Georgia needs a game to put themselves out ahead. I mean, they're ranked number one. You need to have something to prove that you're number one, and I think this might be the game, especially with the struggles on defense that they've had, like Hammonds has mentioned. Um, I think Georgia wins, and I think that they win it quite heavily in the second half. I think going into halftime it might look like a might look like a really good game, but I'm taking Georgia in the points on this one. All right. Drink local Beham. Um, so I think the uh the head coach for Florida, whether it's time at Louisiana or in Florida has covered any time he has been a heavy dog. Right. Um especially facing like, you know, top or ranked opponents and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think that that will happen again. He will cover. He won't win, but he will cover in uh in Jacksonville. Okay. So I'm I'm going I'm going I'm going uh, Georgia wins, but Florida covers. Right. Okay. Yep. You know, I think 22 and a half is a big spread in this game. I mean, like Hammond said, this is a big rivalry game. Um, they so big that, you know, it has its own name for this game. Um, and um, they – don't even play it at each other's home stadium. It's half and half. There'll be 50% Florida fans there and 50% Georgia fans there. And they do that. They've been doing that for years now. I'm not exactly sure how many, but 2020. I think, I think, I think, I think since 1933, they have played it twice on the home campuses. Right. They played it a few times. I remember a couple or one or two there's, that they there's, played. There's, there's two of them. One, once in Athens, once in, uh, Gainesville, I believe that they right. played it, but it since 1933, it's always it, been it, yeah. And the game has this game has its own name. Yeah, right? and and the only reason why they didn't play it in Jacksonville was because they were renovating the stadium uh, for the incoming Jacksonville Yeah, and that was Jaguars like in the 90s sometime. Yes, yeah, so it was like in the early mid 90s. Yeah, like when, yeah when the Jaguars were an expansion team. Right, right. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. It was like maybe 93 or 94, 95, something like that. It's some. It's one of those two years. So it's like 93, 94 right. were the two years that they did not play in Jacksonville, that they played them on campus. On campus. Other, right. Yep. And then other than that, it's been. So, I mean, this game is a huge rivalry game between the two teams. You rarely see a spread like 22 and a half points in this game. Um, I just, 
I, I'm kind of with you guys about the spread, but at the same time, I really think that Georgia's that much better. So I'm going to pick Georgia to cover this spread, even though I think it could go the other way. It is kind of right on that line, I think. Um, but I'm going to pick them to cover and see what happens with that. So the just, next game we're so going to we, talk about is Kentucky. Hold on, hold on. All right. Before we go any further, Bodtech was up 21 to 3. They are now down 22 to 21. Wow. Just so you are uh, aware. Okay. So NC State's <laughs> made a comeback, huh? Yes, they have. All right, so the next game we're going to talk about is Kentucky at Tennessee. Hammonds, the last spread I seen on this was like 11 and a half. Is that still the spread? You're not, you're, you're muted if you're trying to talk. Oh, my bad. Um, it's, it's 11 and a half. Um, in some places and 12 in others. Okay. Um, the Wildcats, you know, they're coming off a bye. Um, I think they, they have a secondary that's, you know, capable of making things hard on Tennessee. Um, and I think we got, you know, Levis, our quarterback. We have enough to play in a shootout with the Vols. You know, like last year we come close to, to beating them, we had some different breaks go their way. And if we could have just had it at one defensive stop, we would have beat them. Yeah, we'd have won. Yeah. And I also think Mark Stoops will come up with some kind of game plan to, to slow Tennessee down. I just don't think it's going to be enough. Um, you know, Kentucky's had trouble scoring at times. You know, they've had issues protecting Will Levis. Do you um, know what the over under is on this game? 61. Okay. And, you know, Tennessee's wearing black. You know, they're wearing their alternates. Um, you know, they're going to be 100,000 plus. There's going to be 100,000 plus. Um, this place is, this is probably one of the bigger games of the, of the year, really, in terms of hate wise. Both teams, both fans, they all hate each other. <laughs> and at, the, at this point, you know, you think? I, 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 I think I, I'll be honest with you. Alabama and Tennessee hate each other, but I think Kentucky and Tennessee hate each other. Worse. Oh, they do. And, and what would make this whole year for a lot of UK fans is if they go down there and they upset Tennessee and ruin their whole season. And at the end of the day, it wouldn't be so much, you know, a loss would hurt them. It would be the fact that they lost to Kentucky. And at the, but at the end of the day, I just don't think that's going to happen. I, I just, you know, I, I think Kentucky's good. I just don't think they can be able, they are going to be able to stop what Tennessee brings offensively. So I picked Tennessee to cover the spread, the 12 points. Okay. All right. I'm, you know, Mr. Kentucky fan. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to hold you to that one. <laughs> All right, Mason. What do you, what do you say about this game? You know, Hammond's mentioned a trap game earlier in the night. Yeah. I don't think this is it. I got two words for you, Brad. Rocky Top. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
and the God. black uniforms, the jack o' lanterns. Mason, you know, <laughs> you know I Tennessee. hate that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason I said it. But I'm going, I'm going Tennessee with this one. I don't think if you oh, if you go to Kentucky, it's just straight out of bias, in my opinion. I just don't think Kentucky can. I think they might be able to slow them down initially, but I don't think in the end they're going to be able to stop them. <laughs> I got you, Mason. Now I'm going to mute you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Drink Local Mayhem. What do you say about this game? I think we all think that Kentucky had a pretty good season. But this time I'm going to pick Tennessee. And next time we pick Kentucky, and we go full regalion. <laughs> Tennessee. All right. So everybody thinks Tennessee's covering, huh? All right. So this game, I'm with Hammonds. I know everybody wants to talk about the Tennessee-Alabama game, and it was a huge game. Um, it was a huge game for Tennessee fans just simply because it's been 16 years since they had won against them. And that's why you saw them storm the field and throw the goalposts, take it out of the stadium and throw it in the river. So um, this game, Tennessee has the top offense in the country. They also um, are in the top five of, I think it's plays, the, the amount of plays that they that they run in the you know in a game, and Kentucky has a top ten passing defense, a top fourteen overall defense. And I think that it's just going to be, and they their pace is the slowest pace out of 131 teams. They are ranked 131st in pace of offense of for the for the whole season. So yes. this slowest game, team versus the fastest team. Yes, they are the fast. Tennessee's the fastest, and Kentucky is the slowest in pace in how they run their offense. And you you put that with Kentucky's defense, and I'm going to say that Kentucky has a chance in this game. I think that I'm not saying they're going to win it. I'm just saying I think they could be there. And I think Kentucky could have a chance. Just I say also, Rocky Top already. And I also think Rocky Top. Oh God, I'm gonna mute you if you don't stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I also think that there's a chance that this game is under on the over under. And that's saying something with Tennessee's offense. But here's what I'm gonna do. If the points are 12, I'm just not going to take Tennessee to cover. 
I'm going to take Kentucky to cover the 12 points. That's what I'm going to do. Of course you will. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. You should be muted. <laughs> I second that motion. I can't, listen, guys, I can't do it any other. That's the best I can do for that game, okay? I can't do it any better than that. <laughs> so, kiss it. <laughs> All right, the next game we're going to talk about is Ole Miss at Texas A&M. And man, and Ole, alive, what Ole is Miss. going on? What is going on at Texas A&M? It's a, it's a, it's a shit show to be honest with you. God Almighty, seriously, what is going on at Texas A&M? You know, and. Ole Miss they're setting up for an epic game against Auburn. That's what they're doing. Well, and Ole Miss <laughs> is only favored by one and a half, and that kind of surprises me a little bit. Well, you I know, mean, I think everybody. It's Kyle Field. Texas A&M's usually well, hard to beat there. That's not. That's not what's so surprising. It's the fact that the Aggies' run defense ranks 102nd nationally in yards allowed per carry, and they're going up against a really good. Run first team and yeah. Junkins and Evans, and I just don't trust Texas A&M to move the football against a a pretty good Rebels defense. Now they gave up quite a bit of yardage to Auburn, but at the same time, you know Texas A&M's offense is is you know atrocious, and right now there's a lot of vibes and. And College Station, it's not I mean, they're good. They're suspending you know. players this week. Suspending players, they're, you know, you know, the everything. Coach is just, going on rants about recruiting. <laughs> yeah, it's just a bad. It's just and a he's had bad. the number one recruiting class ever last year, and like he's acting like that. You know, well, you know, Ole Miss is the got <laughs> Ole Miss is the better team right Seriously. here. Seriously, but at the same time. Road environments are a lot harder to, to, to win against, especially in the SEC. And, you know, Ole Miss, you know, <laughs> I don't know how to pick this game, to be honest with you, but I think A&M could find a way to muck this game up in the fourth quarter. You know, last week they spotted South Carolina, what, 17 points in five minutes? Right. And they almost won the football game. So I think I'm going to – I think I'm going to go Ole Miss. Um and they'll cover. And this is a part where it gets tricky. If A&M loses this game, they might not even make a bowl. They're, they'll, they're three and four right now, right? That's their record, three and four. Yeah. And if they don't win this game, it's going to be ten to even get to a bowl game. And if they even get to a bowl game, they're probably looking at Birmingham. Against Auburn? Yeah, it'll be Again? Texas a Oh, my God. That's exactly what I was going to say. What? <laughs> we got to play a rebound? <laughs> oh. That was hilarious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Auburn and Texas A&M oh, are both in the Birmingham Bowl. Let's, let's get it together. Yeah, All right, Mason. Well, he said he couldn't tell you how to pick the game. I can. Ole Miss. 
I'm taking Ole Miss confidently in this one. I don't think Texas or A&M can lose this game and still not be on a coach's hot seat. But I'm going Ole Miss. I think it's pretty clear who the better team is here. Texas A&M's a mess. They are, and they have all those recruits and the NIL deals and everything. And it's like I know people picked them to be in the playoffs. Like let's they, stop and they talk were about ranked that. number six preseason. Were. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Ole Miss wins, and then I think we hear a lot of buzz about A&M's uh, coaching and some staff changes there, in my opinion. Right. All right, drink local BM. You've cracked me up on the Auburn thing. <laughs> Who you taking All in right. this game? Okay, everybody. You got your brooms ready? Yeah. Because it's a mess. Yes, it, it is. Texas A&M, it's a mess. And I'm here to clean it up. <laughs> well, you're going to have to pay like $85, 80000000 million or something to get him out of there. <laughs> or, just, or just reallocate some of that money to an actual offensive coordinator. <laughs> Look. All right. So that means you're taking Ole Miss, right? Everything's good. Everything's good except get somebody else to call the plays. That's true. And I bet you, I bet you. But will Jimbo give that up? No. I don't think he will either. Will Gus Malzahn ever run a different offense? (laughs) Uh, Nope. (laughs) Right. Gus. See, what people don't understand about Gus, and, and, and I kept trying to tell people, they were like, well, if he just adapted this and did it, and I was like, but Gus wrote a book. He wrote a book on the hurry up no auto. He ain't changing it. Right. <laughs> so Jimbo Fisher ain't changing. So, I mean. So unless you're taking you Ole Miss, right? Out a way. Yes. <laughs> Okay, yes. so it's it's a clean sweep across the board. I'm taking Ole Miss as well. I'm taking Lane Kiffin against this mess of Texas A&M and Jimbo Fisher, and I think it's an easily picked game, like Mason said. So that's where I'm going. Uh, we're going back to the Big 12 for the next game. It's Baylor at Texas Tech. What's, what's this game? Spread. Two and a half favorite Texas Tech. All right. I like Texas Tech in this game, you know. I think, I think, you know, Texas Tech's going to have to stop Richard Reese. They don't have to keep him in check. And if they can't do that, I think Baylor's capable of winning this game pretty easily. But I'm rolling with Raider Nation this week. And I think Joey McGuire will be 1-0 against his former guy and Dave Aranda. I think they cover. Okay. Mason? I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go Texas Tech on this one. I think Aranda, I mean, in my opinion, got handed a gold mine, did great. And now we're going to see if he was the higher or not. Right. Well, and another thing too, McGuire, he was the tight ends coach for Baylor. In seventeen eighteen, he was defensive end coach in nineteen. 
Um, I think he was the outside linebacker coach in 2021. So he, he knows Baylor quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, but Baylor's still back to their old ways. Their starting yeah, quarterback got pulled. They're having a rough season. I mean, I think every year with Baylor, I see a backup quarterback come in, do great, flourish, and the next year it's the original starter that starts again. Right. Can we get the third quarterback to go to Auburn? <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, I'm just saying, Baylor every single year, in my opinion, they have a great quarterback. He has a struggle where he gets minorly injured. The backup comes in, does great. They ride him. They eat three or four losses. And then the next year, they restart the same quarterback. So I'm just, I don't know. Baylor had a great team last year. Um, they did. Won the Big 12. But I think he was handed it. <laughs> I mean, Aranda has to get the recruits and has to get everything in place for them to be back to where they were. I mean, granted, they went from what? Where'd they go from two and ten, three and nine, one year? Yeah. Just atrocious to being in the Big Twelve Championship. So there's potential in Waco, but I'm not quite sure. All right. Drink local Beham. What do you say on this one? Uh I'm going uh I'm going Texas Tech here. Uh Texas Tech. All right. So in the beginning of the season, I probably would have said Baylor in this game. Um, but after watching Texas Tech a couple of times, um, I watched them against Texas at home. Um, and the way they came back against Texas and won that game, this was about three weeks ago now, something like that. Um, I, I just, <clears throat> they play, Texas Tech plays a lot better at home, and because of that, I'm going to pick the Ra- the Red Raiders in this game. And then we're going to go to the Big Ten. We got Michigan State at Michigan, and I think I know where everybody's going to go with this game. But Hammonds, what's the spread? It's uh, twenty one and a half, I believe. Twenty one and a half. You know, early in the season or preseason, I guess I should say, most people would have thought this no, was going to be. No, I'm wrong. It's 23. Most people it, moved, it moved up. Yeah, most people would have thought this would have been a, a really good game, probably. Well, and considering how how both of them hate each other, how Devin Bush, what was it, last year he stomped on the, go, on the middle of the field. Yeah. Caused a ruckus. And I don't. This is one of them games where you look at it and you think, oh, boy, will this be another one of those Michigan State performances against Michigan, you know, that defies all logic. Right. And I mean, it is a rivalry game, so, you know. You know, I think the Spartans will be hot early on in the game. Um, you know, Michigan secondary can be thrown against, you know, but it's up to Peyton Thorne to do that. And they just haven't been consistent. The defense hasn't been there. Um, so I, I'm going to go Michigan. I think I don't think they cover, but I think it'll be closer than people expect. So you I think, think Michigan wins, I think Michigan, but they don't cover. I don't think they cover. I think they win by two touchdowns. Okay. Mason, what say you? Give me Michigan. Easiest pick of the night for me. You're going to pick them to cover? Yeah. All right. 
Drink local bee ham. Let's say you on this one. So, if this game were in the other stadium, Michigan State, I would have reservations on picking what I'm about to pick. But here, I just, I just don't. I won't even really think twice about it. Give me the maize and blue. Right. And you're going to take the points, right? Oh, yeah. Give me all of them. All right. Well, you know, I'm kind of with you, Drink Local Beeham, on this one. I mean, with the game being at Michigan, at the big house, I, I mean, Michigan State's defense is atrocious. Yeah, it's it's really bad. It's atrocious. And with the game being at the big house, I know that Michigan has struggled a little bit on offense. They have a top five defense. They're number five in the country on defense. And, you know, and that's losing some really great players last year to the NFL. Um, so Hutchison and stuff last year. So, and they're still top five. Um, I, I just, I, I'm going to have to pick Michigan and pick them to cover in this game. I just don't see um, Michigan State putting up that much of a fight. So maybe I'm wrong, but that's what I'm going to pick. Uh, and the last game we're going to talk about is a game in the SEC. It's Missouri at South Carolina. South Carolina has entered the top 25. They're 5-2 and two and beat Kentucky and beat Texas A&M. Uh, now, I, Hammonds, what's the spread in this game? It's three and a half, South Carolina. You know, South Carolina is doing things that I didn't think they would be able to do. You know, they're just finding ways to win. You know, they beat Kentucky. Um, they come in and they beat Texas A&M. You know, Spencer Rattler is not always – it's not always pretty, but he hits throws here and there. And, you know, the D has been pretty solid against the run. Um, a lot of breaking – bend and don't break stuff. So I think the passing game will be a lot better than it was against uh, Texas A&M because – tough place to play at South Carolina too. It is. And, you know, I think they'll um, there'll be some turnovers in this game on both sides. But I think the home team will win that battle. And I think, you know, at the, at the same time, South Carolina doesn't generate a much of a pass rush, but – you know, at the same time, Missouri's not really good offensively. So, and Missouri's defense is really good. Um, it's good on third downs. Um, ever since they lost 40 to 12 to Kansas State, um, they should have, what was the one? They should have beat Auburn. So, you know, there's hope there for Eli Drinkwitz and this team to win this game, but, I just don't think they'll be able to do it this weekend. And I think South Carolina moves to six and two. And I'm telling you, the opportunity to go eight and two before they play Tennessee. Right. Because they play, I think, um, I think it's Missouri this week. Is it Vanderbilt? Um, I think it's Vanderbilt the following week. 
Yeah, it's Vanderbilt, and then they play um, at Florida, which still that'll be a tough game, but there's a chance they can win all three of those. Right. So I'm going to take South Carolina. I think they'll win by a touchdown, and I think they'll cover the spread. All right. Mason, what do you say on this game? I'm going with Shake, Rattler, and Roll. <laughs> I kind of knew you might say something about Rattler. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going shake, rattle, and roll, and I got him covering by a little bit of more than that. So okay, well, drink local beer. It's your turn on this game. Give me Beamer Ball all night. All right, Beamer Ball, huh? Yeah, give me give me Sandstorm. All right, now I. I'll give you the Sandstorm. I'm a big Metallica fan, so I, it's one of the That's best. It's one of the best pregame interests and stuff. That is, not Metallica. You're thinking of Virginia Tech. Oh, it is. It is Virginia Tech that does that. That would be Inter Sandman. Yes. Different song. Different everything. I was <laughs> thinking. I was thinking Virginia Tech. You're right. Yeah. So, but. Yeah, give me Sandstorm. You know, that's that's more techno though. Not yes, yes, it is. You're right. I was thinking <laughs> Virginia Tech. My bad. <laughs> You're totally right. I was. Um, so, I, you know, South Carolina is one of those teams to me that is, you know, they're. They're hard to jump on board, if you ask me. Um, they did handle Texas A&M last week. Texas A&M is a mess. And they beat Kentucky without Levis. Um, and I think that that probably would have been a different outcome at home for Kentucky if Levis was playing. So, yes, they're 5-2. and two. Two of their games that they've won is questionable to me. Having said that, they are tough to beat at home. Um, their crowd is crazy and has they have a great home atmosphere. And I'm not sold on Missouri or Eli Drinkwitz. So um, I'm going to pick South Carolina, and I think they do have a chance of being 6-2. and two. And that would be one heck of a start for Shane Beamer, Spencer Rattler, Mason, and and the Gamecocks. So that's what I'm going to go with in this one too. So, but I do have some reservations about South Carolina. Um, so that's where I'm going to leave it. So that's that's our 12 games for the week. When uh, we get off of here. John, do you want to do a Facebook Live real quick? Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. I'll be there in the comments since I can't join. Okay. <laughs> he's on He's on house arrest. <laughs> yeah, he's on probation. I'm on Facebook probation for making an Alabama fan mad. <laughs> oh, Lord. You do get visiting hours, though, don't you? I wish I did. I'd use them now. <laughs> All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a Facebook Live and do um, 
our keyword and give you guys a chance to enter in to win the final four tickets in Houston in April of 2023. So if uh, y'all jump on Facebook Live, it's going to be right after. So anyways, we're going to wrap this up. That's our game day pick them for week nine. And it's always fun to kind of hang out with you guys and do this. So um, we will do the um, tailgating live with Mason at the game for the Oklahoma-Iowa State game on, Sat on Saturday morning. I think we're planning on doing it about 10 a.m. That was me talking to the dog. I was saying go to bed. <laughs> We think we're doing it at about 10 a.m. Saturday morning. Um, yes, that's sir. Central Standard Time. And then, uh, yeah, Utah and Washington State is on right now battling it out. Utah just recovered a muff punt, so just a game to watch. Right. All right. There. Speaking of that, today starts between NFL and college football. There's 27 straight days of football. Starting today. Man, action. You're, you're cackling you're gonna right now. Going to get that two-week action. <laughs> That's Tuesday night action. Yep. Brad's mic. Brad's mic's going in and out. There's 27 yeah, days of football starting tonight. Straight days between college and pro. So, y'all catch all the 